What's up, people? What's going on? We are back for another episode of Me, Myself and Basketball, the podcast brought to you by NBA UK fans, by the fans, for the fans, as always. What's going on? I'm your host, comedian Nathan Caton, big basketball fan. Hope you guys are well and chilling. Thank you to everyone who's been listening so far. Appreciate all the love and support, man. You guys have been great. Any newbies? Uh, hello. Welcome. Welcome to this, this lovely, warm community of uh, NBA fans here in the UK. This podcast, we have a guest on. We talk about, you know, th- their journey, being an NBA fan, this side of the pond, you know, how they came to love the sport, the team they support, etc., etc. And today's guest, I mean, he's, he's massive on social media, right? I've seen his accounts on t- uh, Twitter, on Insta. Um, I think I've even, I think I may have b- bought some merchandise as well, but we'll go into that. But what I'm going to say is uh, hello and welcome to the podcast, Elliot Wade. How's it going, mate? Good man, good man. Thank you for uh, having me on. I'm looking forward to it. Oh, it's, it's absolute pleasure, mate. Absolute pleasure. So, do you want to introduce yourself? T- tell the people who you are. Who is Elliot Wade? Yeah, I'm uh, Elliot Wade, uh, Sultan of Silk, King of Drops. Um, I'm an <laughs> owner of Hoofandluton.com, selling basketball jerseys. No, nice. that's most of the nicknames. I'm sure there's a few more out there. Um, <laughs> we'll keep it PG. Yeah, yeah. I'll say more explicit ones, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Yeah, I've I've I have I've bought merchandise from you. Um, I think I bought a few maybe a Raptors caps. Uh, I think I tried to get a Larry jersey, but uh, didn't have my size. But yeah, it's 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 good to finally meet you, my man. Uh, how how was live treating you? Yeah, good, absolutely good. Things are coming out of lockdown. You know, gigs are happening. I got to go to my first gig last week. Nice. Sport is getting back to normal. That it's normal schedules. So we're able to know what's going on. I can tell what day it is because I have to kind of do that. Whatever sport is on means I can tell what day it is. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> but yeah, we're getting there. Things are things are hopefully getting back to normal. Yes, well, the, the Raptors are going back to Toronto, so that's that's some sign of normality for me, man. Yeah, the, no longer the Tampa Bay. Oh my gosh, that killed me, mate. <laughs> it's like, imagine playing in a, in a stadium where the fans want you to lose every home game. But anyway, let's talk about your team, man. So who, who, who's your team? Who do, who do you follow? I am a supporter of the Brooklyn Nets. Okay, Brooklyn. All right, cool, cool, cool. I I, I got asked asked every guest why 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 that team why the Brooklyn Nets. See, mine's uh, everyone's got this fancy little story about they went on a trip. You know, they saw this. <laughs> My, mine's quite simple, really. I like Jay Z and I like black and white uniforms. Um. So that was oh, why I picked Brooklyn. You know, it's for me getting back into basketball is a lot about the culture. Um, yeah, so yeah, it yeah. wasn't a case of let's find a deep meaning have I got relatives anywhere it was just purely the culture I liked was in Brooklyn when I started getting back into it I was it was it was sort of before lockdown just before then okay sort of a couple of seasons before when all the Biggie and Tupac documentaries were coming out sure so obviously there's a lot in there about Brooklyn and Biggie and stuff like that and it all fits in with the culture of me and it just seemed like a logical choice um, to go with Brooklyn and then nice. a couple of years later, we happen to be getting everyone that we want. Yeah, I know. I mean, it's, a, it's not a bad time to be a Brooklyn fan at the moment, man. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, well, first of all, what did you make of, of last season? Because, like, on paper, I think most people had you guys down, like, you know, you get into the finals at least. Yeah. But obviously the game's not played on paper. There's so many different variables. But what what, what was your opinion on, on last season? I think you've hit the nail on the head there that, it's sport at the end of the day. Mm. If, if we had been injury-free, I don't think there's any doubt that we would have been NBA champions. Mm. I mean, before Kyrie got injured, let's not forget, in the playoffs, we were 49 points up on the up on the Bucks, yeah. um, And it wasn't even a contest. But that's sport, and that's why we love it. it you know, we had a good season. We, the 
the pressure which they had to handle too. I think it was yeah. quite clearly forgotten that it was um, Kyrie Reese and KD's first season together, mm. bringing in a lot of new new people, new players to play with. That it was kind of an experiment, and then when you add in that you're doing it during lockdown and the most condensed schedule you've ever seen in yeah. probably any sport that's been going, I think the pressure they handled, a lot of people wanted them to fail, mm. which that, that's what it's like. It's tribal, isn't it? It's, it's very bizarre to me, but it's it's tribal. And yeah, if things had gone our way, then who knows? We could be sitting here with a ring, but that sport, <laughs> that's why we love it. If it was that easy and that predictable, we wouldn't be into it. But we had a good season. Mm-hmm. If anything, it's just the promise and the affirmation for these guys that if everyone's there, they are the best team. And it's a case of continuing to show that mm-hmm. and just hoping that the pieces fall into place. Okay, okay. And uh, what are your hopes for them then for this season? Oh, it's got, it's got to be championship or bust. Okay. I, I said it said it last year that this is the year which we'd be mm-hmm. aiming for. Obviously, there's other things being thrown into the mix now. With the Kyrie situation, is he going to be available or not? Who knows? Mm. But James Harden looks fit and firing. And then you've got arguably one of the greatest players of all time in KD, who I think last season is now starting to get the recognition that he deserves. It's gone a little bit past the uh, ring chasing that people are actually starting to appreciate him as a basketball player. Yeah. But yeah, I think... He's one of the greatest scorers out there. Absolutely. And, it, you know, it's just the skills he has. He's a, he's a seven-foot man, so you can't stop his shots. And then you add in the skills which he has, and it's it, it, it's something that shouldn't happen, which is why he's such a, such a phenomenon. Um, but we should be going for the title, but you never know. You never know. Hmm. Okay, cool, man. So... so... When did you first get into basketball then? Basketball for me, I was I was originally into it when I was when I was at school, as you are when you play quite regularly. And my, my yeah. first memory is always of my brothers having a, a dunk video from a dunk contest at an all star game, uh, a VHS, okay. VHS tape. And mm. I, me being vertically challenged as I am, <laughs> always remember Spud Webb dunking the ball. Okay. And Spud Webb being five foot five or whatever he is, and being able to dunk is just to me the maddest thing <laughs> which I've ever seen. Because I'll go and stand underneath a rim and then go up a step ladder and I still can't reach it. <laughs> so people will know that maybe that I've been putting up nets recently on rims. I had to go and buy a new ladder because the step ladder I had wasn't big enough to be able to do it on my own. <laughs> so when so you've got this guy that's actually going and dunking. It's just mad. So I, I was into it when I was young, when I was mm. at school. Played played a little bit of school, nothing seriously, nothing proper. I was a big cricketer and footballer, um, so basketball didn't didn't get a chance really. Um, and then I kind of would watch it if it was on TV, but didn't okay. really pay any interest in in it at all. And then when I when I went out to Spain in. 2017 um, mm. start of 2017 and the place where I was was a was a tiny little village up in the mountains near Malaga mm. which was basically old retired people uh, which was nice and for some reason every village in Spain has a brand new basketball court outside oh nice even though no one ever uses it so it was kind of my one form of exercise and then there's quite a lot of NBA on Spanish TV um, and mm. I just started getting more and more into it from there. And I've always 
like the culture, as I say, I've always had jerseys, always worn jerseys, but not so much as a as a fan of the sport, but more as a more as a I think I look cool and I think I look young kind of mm. thing. <laughs> no, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, but the, the, the threads in like it's, it's all part. It's, it's all part of the culture, isn't it? You know, Absolutely. you don't have to be a fan of basketball to wear basketball jerseys, and it just it fits. And also, you can wear like jerseys from teams that you don't even follow. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, you got you got the festivals, and they're they're everywhere. Exactly, it's just, it just looks cool. They're just good. Well, mate, you, you go to Primark, and they're everywhere at the moment. <laughs> the, the Bulls and the Lakers stuff that they've got. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm looking. I'm like, you know what? Actually, it's it's kind of decent. I, I would wear it, except I just I don't know. I just, I just can't. But I hear that Toronto voice going, "Not today, mate." <laughs> um, it's it's well, like yeah. that when when I go on a live, and if I've got something which isn't Nets on, then it's obviously the straight away. <laughs> what are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you wearing that? And it's like, well, <laughs> you know, I, I don't I don't dislike any teams. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I probably could dislike the Pacers but they're just kind of an irrelevant team so I don't really class them as that but everyone else <laughs> is like well I'll quite happily wear that stuff if I think it's cool I'll wear it you know it doesn't mean that I'm sort of having an affair on the Brooklyn Nets and it's going to end up in divorce it just means I'm <laughs> testing the waters <laughs> so you're in Spain to 2017 a lot of basketball on do, do you remember the, the first game that you were watching out there that kind of wheeled you back in, into the whole well, it, NBA world. it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't actually a game that got me back into it. It was okay. the um, thirty for thirty okay. Lakers versus Lakers Celtics best of enemies, which is a nice. four-part series, and it's narrated yeah. by Mark Wahlberg and Cube, and mm-hmm. it's just incredible because I wasn't really into basketball from that time too, especially when it's looking back at sort of the magic years and the Larry Bird years. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I wasn't into basketball by then, so just to see that rivalry and the the on the line of hatred went on the court, but when off the court, that respect was everything that sort of clicked as a person that's played sport. Sort of you leave mm. everything out there, but then it's done. But the whole way it was done, all 30 for 30 documentaries are incredibly done. It just drew me straight back in. Nice. Yeah, it's, it's just an incredible documentary. I'd recommend anyone to see it, even if you're not a basketball fan. Yeah, well, it's, it's kind of similar to um to the last dance. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to be a hoops fan to get engrossed in it. Yeah, absolutely. The only difference is is the Lakers Celtics documentary wasn't a documentary to show the world how great I am. Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I, I I totally get you, man. But <laughs> what was the what was the first game that you remember watching? As as a kid or recently? E- either. As a kid, it would have been all-star games. I, yeah. I couldn't nail it down specifically to one, mm. but it would be all-star games that I remember because obviously everything was limited back then. Um, I know people think I'm a young lad, but I'm not. I'm, a, I'm approaching middle age now. So, you know, I was back in the old days when it was four channels on TV and that's your lot. <laughs> so, so it was only really highlights which you would have seen. But when there's stuff like all-star games, that was generally put on TV. Mm. So I see them in terms of... Recent, the first game which I remember watching recently would have been around 2014, which is when Miami Heat were in the finals. It might have been 13 or 14. But the reason I remember it is because mm. I stayed up to watch it, called in sick to work the next day, but had forgotten that I'd put a post up on Instagram. <laughs> oh, I love it. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that, I think that's why it, why it clicks in the mind because I, I got caught out on that one. <laughs> what what did uh, what did your work say? What did your boss say? Get in now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, so that was a bit awkward. I think I tried to put because it was a Miami Heat. I was trying to say that Dab was playing, so I supported him. <laughs> uh, Dwayne Wade being on there deserted me as a child. It's the only way I get to see him these days. Um, but I, I don't think they would have been having much of it. Okay, uh, note for any uh, young listeners. Okay, if you got if you got work the next day, just like see the lie all the way through. Absolutely, yeah. Pla- <laughs> plan ahead, book holiday. Or work for yourself so you can decide if you have to work the next day. <laughs> but I do love the dedication. That's one thing like us NBA fans here in the UK. Because the, the times are very unforgiving. Especially like oh. if, if your team is playing on the West Coast. Like If you support like Golden State, Dallas, or that, mate, the, you're staying up to like four, five, sometimes six in the morning. It, it's the dedication. Nice. Yeah, I think, I think it's quite commonly known that my bedtime is 10 o'clock. But I stayed up. For every playoff game for the Nets, and it just completely ruined me. Like, absolutely <laughs> ruined me. And this is when we're starting at like one o'clock in the morning. But yeah, so for people with still, but for most games, I'll watch it in the morning. Okay. So when I wake up, I watch it back on lead pass. But for the playoffs, yeah. I was like, I've got to stay up and watch it. But yeah, I, I, I struggled for months. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, okay. But if, if the Nets get to the finals this coming season, though, you're staying up for it. Right? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what, what when you when you're watching games, are you are you uh, are you like a, a quiet, considerate fan because it's like the wee hours of the morning, or you just get totally lost and you're shutting the place down? I'd like to say I'm quiet and considerate, <laughs> but I'm not. Um, I, I like to be. You know, I think it's. I, I think I'm incredibly biased and I love being incredibly biased because it enjoys me how much it winds people up. But I know that I'm biased and I enjoy that. <laughs> so if it can rile people in any way, then it makes it even more of a spectacle and more fun for me. Oh, are you, are you like on, on social media, just like purposely been a wind-up merchant? Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> but, I, but, you know, I think that's the way to do it because at the end of the day, it's, it is still a game. Um, whatever happens isn't going to affect my life in a detrimental way. Yeah, I'll be upset. I'll shout at a few people. I'll block a few people. But yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Like It's it's just more fun that way. Um, so it makes it a little bit less serious. And, and I think if you do it in the right way, then it also means that, you know, you can... You can have that that banter and rivalry with a few people because they know that there's no malice in it. But yeah. when I'm watching it at night, I've got quite thin walls as a neighbour, um, so I don't <laughs> think my neighbour with her little kid is too happy when I'm screaming obscenities at a ref. <laughs> oh mate, I think everyone has had like previous showering at the refs. The NBA refs are a joke. It's, it's not even the decisions that gets me. I've mentioned uh, the, the thing which gets me is the. It's the fourth quarter when I struggle to stay up past mm. 10 o'clock. We're at two o'clock in the morning and then we're having a 45 minute fourth quarter because the ref has to check every single decision on replay yeah, in the last yeah. quarter. So it's more when they're just doing stupid things, <laughs> especially if you're losing, <laughs> because that's the thing with basketball. You could be down by, by 10, 12 points with five minutes left, mm. but it's not like football where you'd be four nil down, you know, you've lost, so you can leave. Anything can happen yeah. in basketball in Anything a minute. So you've yeah. got to yeah. stay until that last 10, 15 seconds. 
Yep. That's what makes it more exciting, <laughs> I guess. Oh, yeah, oh, it's brilliant, mate. I mean, sometimes I'll just, like, a good sleep for the first half, and I make sure I wake up at half-time because I know the third, fourth quarter, you know, that's... Yeah, as you said, anything can, anything can happen. Anything can happen. I made, I made a mistake once. I think two years ago, we were playing... We were at home to Dallas. We were down by 37, I think it was. And I was like, okay, we've lost. I'm, I'm going to bed. I went to sleep. Woke up at, like, 7 a.m., and we came back and won. I was like... Of all the bloody games, Nathan, you dickhead. <laughs> What's wrong with you? You should know better. You're a sports fan. You stay until the end, you bell end. Biggest comeback. Oh, my God. Yeah. You won't do it again, though, will you? That's the thing. You won't do it again. Yeah. And it will never happen again. Well, until I decide to go back to sleep at <laughs> <for> half-time. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> let's, uh, let's talk about uh, hooping and looting, right? Yes. So how, how, how did that come about? It's kind of as I, as I alluded to earlier, I've always worn jerseys and stuff. I've always mm. thought they were cool. And there's always been like hidden away in me that little bit of an entrepreneur. When I was 15, 16, I was um, one of the biggest sellers in the UK of the little Corinthian football figures. Okay. Um, so I had my own stand at the convention at Villa Park at the whole in suite. And it was always great being in the members' auctions where they'd auction off these master figures. Mm which never came into production. And they were going, at the time, for like six, 700 quid. And just seeing all these middle-aged like blokes' faces, seeing a 15-year-old going, yeah, I'll bid 600 quid on that, <laughs> was just an absolute highlight, because they were like, what's this kid doing in here? Like, haven't you got to be 18? So it was kind of a little bit from there. And then I started getting a couple more. Mm. And it was kind of when I was looking for jerseys that I was like, hang on a minute, there's, there's not really anything here. Unless you go to... The NBA store, Foot Locker did a little bit at the time, mm. but they were so expensive. Mm. And I'm not going to get into my views of the NBA store. Everyone knows it and they know my views on there, but it makes it incredibly hard for people in the UK or Europe to be able to have a good selection of jerseys. Yeah, yeah. And it's just flooded with fakes. So I was like, maybe there's a little bit of, in the market there. So. I started buying a few, but then I actually saw some advice from Mark at the throwback store. Oh, yeah. I think it's quite well known that, that we're good friends now, even though we're arguably two of the, you know, two of the biggest what would be rivals in the UK. Mm. And he just gave me loads of advice in doing it. And it's a lot of hard work. Yeah. But as, as I was in the process of moving back from Spain to the UK, it was kind of like, what can I find as a job over here? There was plenty of options, but could I do this? Could it, you know, could it take a little bit of pressure off me moving back that maybe I work part-time because I do have sort of medical issues, which makes it a little bit harder to do the standard nine-to-five job in an office, mm. which I've done, etc. So it was kind of finding that niche for me. And it just grew and grew from there. Luckily, I'm, I'm a bit savvy and I've, I've managed to create a brand with a with a bit of personality, I think. So it's not just buying from a a faceless man in a suit it's you know it's trying to be part of a community yeah, yeah. yeah. oh mate you, you're definitely ingrained in, in the NBA UK fans community man um, yeah so big up to you man and ch- check out Hooping and Looting man quality stuff Let me, I've got to ask you this question though right has there been like stuff or like jerseys that you've kind of bought or received to sell on Hooping and Looting and you thought to yourself nah I'm keeping that one <laughs> absolutely Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> it's, it, that's one of the things. When you absolutely love it, it's incredibly yeah. hard to not keep everything. <laughs> Luckily, I've got to the point now where 
as I've built up my own personal collection, it's now at the stage where I only want really exclusive jerseys, so authentics, uh, game-worn, autographed jerseys. So luckily now I'm not here, but I th- I mentioned it to someone the other day, I can't remember, I was like, that excitement when I still get the excitement when I have a box delivered to me and I know the jerseys yeah. in there, there's still that excitement as there is for every other fan when you get a delivery <laughs> through the door. It's just multiplied because I get them in big batches. But my next collection is, I'm, I'm trimming the edges of it. So there's been a few go up, but it's, yeah, I get so excited and keep them myself because that's led to other things like I was on Where Brooklyn At, uh, which they featured me during yeah. halftime during a game last season. Uh, which was showing off my next collection. So, so it's cool that it gets you into like other doors like that. And ultimately, I, I'm a jersey lover first before a jersey seller. Okay. How many how many jerseys do you do you have in your collection? In my personals, yeah. probably around probably around a hundred now. Oh shit! Nice. Yeah, probably. But that includes other teams. I've got a I've got quite a big collection of of Jordans and Kobe's. And just if there's kind of really exclusive ones out there, then I like to keep them in my purse. So they eventually make it onto the store because I then find another one which I want more. Okay. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'd say, I'd say around 100 at the moment. What's, okay, and which one is your favourite? What's your, what's your price possession? My price possession would probably be my uh, authentic jersey from the London game, Brooklyn Nets London game, which was signed by the team. Oh, snap. So I've got that framed. Uh, in there, yeah. So I got that proof from a plug, but that's probably my favourite, just because it's such an exclusive jersey that it was only mm-hmm. given as a as a like media sort of show off thing. Was it, was it a commemorative jersey to like the media which were there? So it never right. actually went on general sale. And then the fact that it's all signed by the team just makes it that little bit special because no one else yeah. has got anything like that. Oh snap! And you said you got it framed, yeah. Yeah, it's all framed. All framed with the pictures on. Nice, nice. I'd, li- I'd like to take the credit for that, but that was um, that was Mrs. Wade Senior. Good old mum. <laughs> you need something. Do- you need something done properly. Give it to your mum. <laughs> That's true, mate. That is true. <laughs> what are you give it over here? Come here, we boy. What are you doing? I taught you better than that. Absolutely. <laughs> it's a mum. You love arts and crafts. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got anything bizarre in your collection where, you, like, you kind of think, why? How did I get that? Why? why? I do have a select collection of Charlotte uh, Bobcats jerseys purely because of Nathan Scott from One Tree Hill Um, (laughs) and Peyton Peyton Sawyer, my my first real love. (laughs) So that's quite a bizarre thing to have because they're just a terrible team. Yeah, I was going to say, mate, no Uh, one's got those jerseys. Even the players who used to play for the team don't have those jerseys anymore. (laughs) exactly Um, I've got a blank authentic which I actually want to get uh, customised into a Nathan Scott jersey (laughs) but I can't really bring myself around to doing it so I've had to remind myself that I'm a 35 year old man not a 15 year old boy Um, (laughs) but yeah that's in there and I, I tend to collect just random trash if it's basketball related I've got Talking LA Clippers bobblehead commentators. Okay. Um, I've I've got Joachim Noah cuddly toys. Oh, okay. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure there's some <laughs> members of the NBA UK fans team who would want that. Yeah, I think I think um, Jimmy's got it actually. 
Oh, is he? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd ask him, but he'll get into a story about his first ever jersey. Um, <laughs> and I haven't, I haven't got weeks and months to hear it. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he's got it. But, but I think I've also got a Paul George OKC one. So there's just, there's just random stuff everywhere. I, I just love everything about basketball. Look, I'm still a big kid at heart, so... I think that's the way yeah, to be. yeah, yeah. We all are, man. That's why we love this game. Um, okay, all right. <coughs> so, what's? I don't know if you can say, it, but what's, what's like the the weirdest or most random thing that that you've sold to someone? Either Al Horford seventy sixers jerseys, or <laughs> Chris that pausing his New York Knicks jerseys. I do, I do enjoy selling them, especially when <laughs> they. The, the, it was quite good, the Al Horford 76ers jersey, because um, Ben Glassball gave it to me, who's um, a big Sixers fan, and said, I've got this, do you want it? I don't want any money for it. I just don't want it anywhere okay. near my house. <laughs> so I said, I'm not going to have it for free. So I, I as I always do, because I, I do from time to time get off with free stuff, and I think it's quite known that I'll always say, pick a charity and I'll give a donation to that. Yeah. So I did that. He sent it through to me. Uh, with like good luck trying to say it. it was quite a money joke and it went within about three weeks um, so, so it's just enjoyable that people would do that with no clue whatsoever of <laughs> who is on the back or why but I do enjoy it was that but in terms of I don't really sell random stuff but I, I enjoy it when people buy players like that and especially because Paul Zingas is one of my favourite players just because of how much he miles the G League Knicks team that it's just <laughs> enjoyable to me seeing Knicks fans be upset. <laughs> cool. Right. Um, if, if you're that one person with that Halford Jer- jersey, and you're you're listening now, uh, sorry, I just, I just imagine someone going, no, "What?" No, actually, yeah, for the person that wear that is wearing that, then good on you because I guarantee you, you're probably the only person doing that. So yeah. you stand out from the crowd. You are the man. <laughs> Oh gosh! So, um, so you say you went? Did you did you go to the um, the London game then? The, the Brooklyn Nets one. You said you went. I didn't go to it. No, 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 no. It wasn't when I was a fan, but it was okay. it was nice that I could got that with no one else knowing that no one else had it. I did get a. Um, you'll be quite jealous. Just I did get a Raptors version of it too. Mate, don't tell me that. Oh. I did. Matt, Sh- the, the Mister UK Raptors hesitated on it, and as soon as he hesitated, it was gone elsewhere. Um, so that was quite a while ago. It's just a completely random find, which is one of the highlights of doing what I do, is when you find something which is a complete grail yeah. and you know how rare it is. And then when you actually get it and you, you're never 100% sure that it's real until you get it in your hand. But yeah, so I've had a Raptors one and I've had the Nets one. Nice. Oh, man. I'm looking at my wall right now and I can just imagine where it would go if I had it. It was the person that got it did get it framed, so... Oh, don't, um, don't, mate. Okay, mate, you're just rubbing salt into the wounds, man. Come on. Well, you know what you need to do from there, then, didn't you? Make sure you signed up. Make sure you... <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, cool, man. Um, so have, have you seen the Nets live in action? No, not yet. Um, mm. And that's mostly due to COVID. I've had to cancel yeah. two trips so far. Mm. But mm. because with the last announcement, I am booked to go out at the start of January. Nice. And with the news recently, that means I'll be able to travel. So whilst I'm out there, there is New Orleans Pelicans and the Oklahoma City Thunder. So 
uh, playing at the Barclays Centre whilst I'm there. So I'm really, really looking forward to it. It's, it's something which I've wanted to do. I've, I've also always wanted to go to New York. I've never mm-hmm. really been in a position during my adult life where I've been able to afford it or been in the right space. Um, I've always wanted to do it since Home Alone 2, just because I want to follow Ke- follow Kevin's trail around New York uh, with the pigeon lady to the Grand Plaza Hotel. Um, yeah, to Donald Trump at a hotel reception. Absolutely. Get one of those little refrigerators you have to open with a key. But yeah, so I'll go out there then, so I'm really, really looking forward to it. I've got uh, eight days out there. Um, so they're going to be the only two things I'd book. Mm. I want to try and get to a training session if possible. But nice. I'm going to try and get as good a seat stuff possible. I, I don't really mind about the cost because I've, I've, I've saved up to be able to do it. Mm. But the rest of the time, it, it, I, I'm, I'm one of these people when I get on holiday that I'll put my headphones in and just walk around for a whole day. I won't pick where okay. I'm going. So I'm quite keen to do that to sort of living and breathing what Brooklyn is okay. um, and what New York is. Yeah. Well, um, and I might go to MSG depending on what, what musicians are there at the time. Okay, I, f- I thought you were going to say I might go to MSG with a blowtorch. <laughs> <laughs> infiltrate, infiltrate the place. Um, it could be a good option. <laughs> no, listen, mate, do not take that idea. I'm not an accomplice in this, okay? I'm just, <laughs> just chatting away. <laughs> it's recorded. <laughs> what was, I was going to ask... Oh, that's it. Um, so, do, do you have um, like um, the hookups and connections with like NBA or NBA Europe, given that you're such a, a massive supplier of like merchandise? Here? I don't. I don't. Unfortunately, lines with NBA Europe is is not great. Mm. It's it's one of the big bugbearers. Is that people in the UK are kind of held to ransom? Yeah, and that knowing that they're the only real supplier that can charge what they want. There's no customer services. It's mm. mistakes made left, right and centre. I, I, I don't want to get into sound negative about a I, I don't really need to explain it because everyone's that dealt with them is kind of knows what yeah, they're getting. Yeah. But <laughs> the whole point for me is that my business is run on the right people getting the right jerseys. It's why I don't charge over retail for any jerseys. Um, yeah. The cheaper I get them means the cheaper other people will. Sure. So when I see fans being held to ransom, and I say this again as a jersey collector too, if there's a next mm-hmm. jersey which I really want to get, then I, I, ha- yeah. I go and pay retail. You know, it's not that I can go to the Magic Jersey store and just get whatever I want when I want. Mm. So it, it's quite frustrating that we're sort of the afterthought. I'm going to try and get some plugs and people I know in, in Brooklyn to try and help me out with meeting certain people. Sarah Kostok has retweeted me and tweeted me on several times. So there's obviously a good relationship between me and her. Okay. <laughs> so she'll get me under the S truck. But no, that's okay. completely pie in the sky, hoping. But even it, to be fair, even if I'm sat in the nosebleed seats up in the rafters, it's still going to be something which I've wanted to do for so long that it's not going to matter to me at all. Oh, mate, it'd be great. I mean, from what you see, like, on like on TV shows and stuff, like, Brooklyn is such a, a happening place. Like, there's, there's, Absolutely. Yeah, 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 man. That, that, that should be good. And it's just, yeah, it's just all the history of it, too. You know, once you... I think that's even better. Once once we see it over here, we've learned all about it, and then you go and experience it. Yeah. It's just, you know, it's knowing what you see on TV then going and seeing and actually feeling and breathing in what it is because it's such a different experience. Yeah, man. Like, 
Bed-Stuy and all that kind of place. Yeah. Indeed. Okay. So I've, I've been to ask you, like, is there a jersey that that you want that you haven't got yet that you're just kind of itching to get? Yeah, there's one. And I don't even know if it was ever actually produced. So it is the Nets Adidas uh, Christmas script jersey. Okay. I've got the black mm-hmm. one, which is incredibly rare. rare. But there was a white one made. I've only ever seen one picture of it, of someone having one. So I think it was a prototype. But I've only ever seen one picture of it. Mm. But they're my favourite edition of jerseys. And it's because the Nets didn't play on that Christmas day. There was, uh, there was no need for it. But there's one out there somewhere. And I will get it. I may turn into, <laughs> I may turn into Gollum. Like, I may start crawling around mountains trying to get it. But it will happen at some point in my life. <laughs> nice. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Have you, oh, have you got the uh, the Biggie Brooklyn um, Bed-Stuy jersey? Yes, I've... Uh... That's one, also one of my favourites, the yellow one. Yeah, because mate. Because it's so horrendously ugly <laughs> that it's beautiful. And everyone, everyone has said that. Now, as soon as they see it, oh, I quite like that, actually. Yeah, mate. But at first, all the hate it was getting, it's, it's like I said, all the hate it was getting made me love it even more. <laughs> made me want to wear it. Made me want to wear it to bed because everyone hated it so much. I, I, actually, I actually like that. I, that I, I was looking at thinking... You know what? I could, I could rock that. I want that now. But yeah, I, I haven't got yeah. around to it yet. But yeah, that, I don't know. Maybe because I, I like Biggie's my, my favorite, one of my favorite rappers. So I'm like, yeah, I, I want that. Yeah, so the coach. So I have got all three. I've got the white, black, and the yellow one. But the the yellow one is my favorite because it's so ugly. But also because it's actually got the Brooklyn emblem okay. on the jersey, mm. which. For English people, it seems quite common. So British people, it seems quite common because it's football shirts we're used to, so we have that. Yeah. But it always bothers me a little bit that they don't have it on basketball jerseys. I know they've got the name written across, but you know it's nice to just see your crest, your emblem. Mm. But maybe that's a British thing. You know, we're sort of old and obsessed with crests and, and crap <laughs> like that, which actually mean nothing whatsoever. Nah, um, it's repping your team, yeah. man. Got it. Okay. Ah, right, cool, man. We are going to move on to the, 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 the final part, right? Which is starting five, right? You get to choose your very own starting five. A five that just that means something to you, right? It doesn't have to be the five okay. best players, but just the five that's... No one can argue with your choice because you know what you feel, right? So, my man, the floor is yours. Who's your starting five? Do I get a sixth man? <laughs> you can, you, can I have a sixth okay, man? You can chuck in a sixth man. I, I got no, no qualms with that. Excellent. That makes it a lot easier. <laughs> right. The first thing I'm going to say is Michael Jordan is not in my five. Okay. Because I'm old, but I'm not that old. That I never really saw much of Michael Jordan. Okay. The the bits I did see of Michael Jordan as a Washington wizard, can I put him in my all-time top five? <laughs> no. And I'm all, I'm all about team harmony. If you put Michael Jordan with these other players, he's not going to pass them because he has to be the best. He's going to take over all my jerseys. He's going to bring out a documentary about how good he is and call it about the team. It's not really about the team. It's all about him and how great he is. So he's, he's, so he's out. Michael Jordan is out. Okay. That's, um, mate, I'm, I'm not going to argue. It's your team. You do you. Shooting, shooting guard mm-hmm. is uh, Kobe Bryant. Okay. Nice. I just think he embodies everything that there is about sport. Just that, just that single-minded mentality to, to make yourself the best you can possibly be. Yeah. He's, he's just a driver of people. 
and mm -hmm. other things, you know, even without what has happened, I mean, his legacy on sport is, is undeniable, even yeah. without the unfortunate events, it, it, it's just up there. Point guard, I have mm -hmm. uh, Steph Curry. Okay. Purely because he changed the way the game is played. The the, the mm -hmm. monumental effect he has had on basketball and three-point shooting is... Gosh, ridiculous. It, it, it's, it's, it's a historic and it will always be talked about because it, it's him that's driven that. It's no, it's not really a, a team that changed the way they're playing. It's often when in sports things are moved to a different way, it's often a team which does it. Mm. But the move to three-pointers isn't associated with a team. It's with Steph Curry first. Yeah, so yeah. For, for that reason, he's in there. My centre would be Shaq, nice. my favourite ever player. Oh, really? Yeah, favourite ever player. That's interesting, coming from from a Nets fan. Yeah, I just love everything about him. He's he's one of my first... The, the one time I did go to America, I was a little kid, and I just remember going to a sports shop there, and it had one of uh, Shaq's trainers, which was like a size oh. 21 or 23 or whatever it was. <laughs> and I just remember yeah. being a kid sort of seeing this shoe, which was like the same size as my leg. And just everything about <laughs> him from there, he was just fun, dominant, and yeah, again, he just dominated the sport and everything about mm -hmm. him afterwards too is he had a seriousness, but he did it with a smile on his face. He could, he you know, he could take the mick out of himself after. Um, I just really enjoy the character of him, to be honest. Mm. Okay. Power forward is okay. LeBron James. In my mind, the greatest basketball player of all time. Uh -huh, okay. I hope that upsets some stands, but. He is. He's, the, the man's an absolute phenom. And to do what he's doing in year whatever, year 40, 41, whatever he's at now, he's like a 50-year-old man and he's just a, he's just an Adonis. He's just an athletic machine. Um, mm. And he's, to stay at the top for that length of time in a sport like basketball, which is such an impact sport, to be that fit for that long, it, yeah. it's just ludicrous. A body shouldn't be able to do that. Mm. And again, he's the greatest for me because... We're a similar age. He's a little bit older, but we're a similar age that I've grown up and knowing always about LeBron James. Even without playing basketball, you knew about LeBron James. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's in films, he's in everything. As, and when I say he's in films, not as like Space Jam, but things like Coach Carter, there's always references to him. Like yeah, with yeah. Ty Crane, he's like, I'm not the next LeBron James. I'm the only type crane. He just gets mentioned in there, and yeah. that's like 2004, 2005. Just he took over a sport, and with all the expectations from him, um, from coming out of high school to just actually yeah. elevate your career to fulfil every bit of promise, and then that little bit more just blows everyone out of the water. And then cool. small forward, we've mentioned him earlier, but it is KD. I've got to confess, until last season. I didn't watch him as closely um, until last mm -hmm. season and just seeing every little thing that he does, it's just, wow. Because before you knew he was good, but everyone's saying he's joining super teams and you see the highlights. When you actually watch him game after game, every minute after minute, yeah. it's just like, wow. Again, it's another person who shouldn't be able to do what he does, but he can. Yeah. Um, yeah. And his skills, it's... It's hard to see if there'll be someone like him again, if there's been someone before. But from what I've seen, he's one of the greatest. Yeah. Skills of a god. And my sixth man, my best mate, my best friend forever, Blake Griffin. 
what a man. Okay, cool. What a man Blake Griffin is. You know, I've got my uh, six-foot cardboard cutout of him right here with me. <laughs> Have you seen this? Have you really? He's, I've got a six-foot cardboard cutout of Blake Griffin, yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on. It's just, Before, when I said, have you got anything weird, you didn't think to mention that? You said for sale. I could never sell him. Okay. He's okay. my best friend forever. <laughs> <laughs> it's not weird It's not weird either. We're just best mates. <laughs> but the reason why I love him is I liked Blake Griffin before. I, I felt like from seeing him being on, he um, uh, was on the roast of Chris Jenner mm. and just seeing someone that, that's able to take jokes like that as much as be able to give them mm. and then you see his dunk montages and you're like how can i not like this player but then when he came to brooklyn everyone said he's washed he's finished you can't jump his knees done this man has had a career which he could have retired and think oh, i've had a brilliant career he's just put his body on the line and everything that he's done is just the elite mentality of a sportsman mm. that still believes I am the best player in the world. Mm. I'm going to do whatever I can to prove that. And some of the things he was doing, I see like he's, he's, he's a 50 year old man and he's just diving <laughs> into headboards <laughs> on a game where we're 30 points up in the last 30 seconds. And he's trying to keep a ball in bounds. And he's just, it's just everything that you'd ever want in a teammate on a basketball court. Mm. And, for, and you never really saw that, like that you kind of appreciate that, Every team he's played for, people have seen that because there's not one team that he's played on where their fans have a bad word about him. Sure, he's he's respected by every team that he's played for. Even at Detroit, you know, the, there's not fans which hated him. Um, so he has to be a sixth man, cheerleader, coach. He could be whatever he wants to be, mascot, whatever. He'd be a good cheerleader because he's he's a funny guy. Yes, he's incredibly funny, and and all the gifts about him too. <laughs> you, you could literally just live your life if, if you just pick one person to use gifts for for the rest of your life then you're covered with Blake Griffin every situation is covered yeah he's a he's a very likeable guy man yeah okay I, I'm, I'm with you on that one okay big up to Blake Griffin okay so Steph Curry Kobe KD LeBron Shaq sick man comedian slash basketball player Blake Griffin yeah that's a team that is a team man. That's, that's a very good that's a that's a nice team. Okay, cool. All right, well, that's logged in. That's going to be the starting five going into the next episode. But for now, Curry, Kobe, KD, LeBron, Shaq, Blake Griffin, sick man. Elliot, thank you, man. Um, that's a great selection right there, bruv. Thank you for coming on the podcast, man. That's a pleasure. Thank you for, thank you for having me on. It's, it's um, been a pleasure to, to chat to you, man. Um, if, if people want to want to find you and follow you, you know, where can they do so? Uh, so on Instagram, I uh, at Hoopin and Lutin. Mm. On Twitter, they decided to change my username halfway through, so it's Unlutin. Um, so it sounds as if I've got a little bit of a stutter in my name. <laughs> <laughs> and the website is hoopinandlutin.com. Oh, there's new drops constantly, always announced on Instagram and previewed beforehand so people know what they're getting. People then can then queue up when the drops happen, get upset about not getting it. <laughs> But yeah, just go sign up to the emails because I'm always doing sales, events, giveaways, everything. So, so come and join the fun. It's not just a, uh, not just a shop. It's a, it's an experience. Nice, I like that, <laughs> mate. That should be the, that's the tagline for for you right there, man. It's not just a sale. It's an experience. Absolutely. He's, he's good, ladies and gentlemen. He is good. <laughs> well, I'll just say it's an experience. Not everyone will like it, but most people do. 
<laughs> um, mate, thank you so much for coming on, man. Much appreciated. So, guys, there we have it. That's another episode locked in. Hope you guys enjoyed that, man. Uh, big up to all you guys who've listened. And uh, keep on listening. Thank you so much. Let other people know, basketball fans, putting them in this direction. Me, myself, and basketball, brought to you by NBA UK fans, by the fans, for the fans. Check out NBA UK fans on Insta and Twitter. It's uh, NBA underscore UK fans. Till next time, take care, guys. Laters.